0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
2: Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. We're starting a little bit late today. We had a lot of work to do this morning.
1: Yeah, we were really busy. Well, you went to the gym.
2: I did, which I usually don't do on Fridays because I have so much goop reading to do in the morning. Uh, But I... Because I didn't have... I don't have... Neither of us have to work this out. I have to work later tonight. Yeah. But... I, it was fine that we started a little late, so I just sort of got up. I couldn't sleep very well last night. Really? Um, yeah, it was a weird night. So like I sort of stay in bed till about eight o'clock, and then I didn't get to the gym till almost nine. It's um, been a good, a mean forty-five minutes at yeah. the gym, which is about honestly all I can handle.
1: You know, I gotta get back in the fucking yoga studio because yeah. I really have been not doing my body any favors by just like absolutely loafing around all summer i mean mean,
2: it's hot outside it's hot out and
1: i've been like i've been i love the hot weather and i've been walking a lot so i'm kind of like whatever you know i'm leaving the car and you can walk at night now and you know and it's nice yeah and um but it's really not like enough i told my therapist she was like are you working out and i was like well i'm walking and she basically rolled her eyes and she was like you need to be doing three times a week, get your heart rate up.
2: Oh, I mean, what happened to 10,000 steps? Wasn't that a thing? 10,000
1: steps was never enough. That's like 10, bare 000, minimum. That's bare yeah. minimum. And then you need to be like also working out. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. don't forget, which we do. When we lived, you lived in New York, I lived in Chicago. When we lived in those cities, like we definitely were getting ten thousand. steps. Oh yeah, steps. ten thousand
2: steps before nine in the morning. Yeah, a I mean city that never sleeps.
1: Well, I mean we just you know you walk places, you, you take hustle. the train, whatever. You don't use your car. I had a car in Chicago, but I do not use it all the time. Mm. Like you just don't you walk more. And no, you know I mean it's like a cliche, but it's true. It's like crazy to walk anywhere here.
2: Yeah, you have to make a point to walk, and I I love like if. I would walk constantly, like it is really therapeutic for me. I love yeah. walking, uh, but you're right, it's not enough i I similarly, like this summer it's, I haven't been working out a lot and even going to the gym like I'm trying to, I'm trying to go to the gym more than I have I've been going on to, if I'm being honest with myself like twice a week, which is not enough uh, and I hadn't been doing yoga at all yeah and I, I just did like um a few days ago uh, just like a 20 minute video like a yoga for adrian that youtube i channel. love her she's great um and i was like oh yeah this really makes me feel better i don't know why i'm so inconsistent with it or i'll do it for a while and then stop and it's like i my body knows that this is literally better than any other workout for me like just to feel like the way emotionally yeah. and physically mm-hmm. and so like yeah i need to get back to do that
1: yeah i mean I you know i do too i mean I've been really inconsistent about it also. It's just because if I don't have a class to go to, I won't do it. Mm. And classes are really expensive. Yeah,
2: they're super expensive. They're so long too. It's like it takes up so much of your day. It
1: takes up a lot of time. I mean, because you have to – it always takes at least two hours to like go to a place to work out because you're going to have to like get to the place – Work out for an hour, take a shower, change, get, like, th- with, like, travel and, like, cleaning up, like, you have to always, like, set aside, I think, two hours. Yeah, at least. So, whatever. Anyway, um, but I'm going to have to figure something out because my body is, like, going crazy. Yeah.
2: I mean, so I suggest, just start with a yoga yoga by Adrian. Yeah. 20 minutes. You can do it at home, and it it gets your heart rate up gets you stretching gets you gotta you stretch good. gotta get yeah. that heart and that's rate like up. the one thing i never do at the gym i like i'm so bad i just i don't stretching is so boring to me yeah but i really should do it more
1: oh yeah i mean it's good for it. i mean but that's i've i always do because like the only reason i've ever worked out is because i wanted to be able to do the splits oh cool which i did achieve almost once and then you know my body changed Oh
2: man i've never even been close Uh, but, and I think that was maybe part of the reason why I had a hard time sleeping last night is because I didn't get any exercise yesterday because I, I usually don't have to work in the mornings, but yesterday I was scheduled to work in the morning. And so if I, I did that and then my day was over and I just like, don't work out if I can't do it first thing. And so by the time I was ready to go to sleep, my body, I think was just in such a state of inertia. It just like, didn't want to go to sleep.
1: I get it, man. Yeah. Sometimes in this weather, my body, yeah, it's like I, it's like totally restless. Mm-hmm. It's like I've got like
2: restless, worms body, under syndrome. My skin. Yeah. restless yeah. body syndrome. Yeah, restless body syndrome. Yeah, but that, yeah, that's the the struggle in the summers. Like it's so hot, but you gotta gotta keep moving. That's right. Um, there wasn't very much Gwyneth news at all. Like I look, no. I did like a news alert. I think she's, I don't know, she's in hiding. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. She's just, I think she's like on vacation. She doesn't give a
2: shit. She did some like chef's dinner with um, Curtis Stone.
1: Oh, yeah. uh,
2: From the restaurant Gwen, not Gwyneth. uh, Oh. But I think it was just like a semi private, like Hampton's y type thing. I don't think it was anything big. How
1: do you even know about that? It was
2: on, it was like the one news alert for Gwyneth Paltrow this past week. There's nothing else. It's been
1: quiet. Uh, Marianne had a week. She had a... Marianne had a bad interview.
2: Uh, Yes, it was not a good interview.
1: Oh, well, also we haven't talked since the debates.
2: No. So, I mean, similarly to the first first debate she was in, I thought, like, she didn't talk very much, but she she was different than the rest of the candidates, and yeah. she made a few really good points.
1: Yeah, I think that, like, she. I think it's only good that she's on that stage. Totally. She is... Bringing up points she's talking about things like Reparations in a way that No other candidate is talking about like As in terms of like I think I said this Last week but in terms of just like a Moral debt that is owed and a financial Debt that's owed but like I Think also very importantly A moral debt that an Acknowledgement by this country is that's the point of reparations. Mm-hmm. It's a debt that's owed. That's what she said. And she's right. And she even corrected. I think the moderator said something like, so you support financial aid programs because people always talk about reparations through like, well, it's through it. You could do it through aid. You can do it through whatever. Yeah. And she was like, no, no, no. I'm not talking about financial aid. I'm talking about paying a debt that's owed, yeah. which is amazing. It's
2: true. It's amazing. It was really the clearest I've ever heard someone Uh, a public figure on as big a stage as that articulate what reparations are and why they're important.
1: Yeah, exactly. And um, I think that she's really, I like that she's asking for um, there to be a moral reckoning in politics Mm -hmm. and in America because I think America is really immoral right now and always has been. Yeah. Um, And I think Donald Trump embodies that immorality in a way that people are terrified of but some people cling to for some reason and i like that there's a public figure who is speaking out against that
2: i agree i do think when she when she does say like no one else is talking about the bigger picture everyone's getting lost in the details i don't like, I, I think, I mean, I, I love Elizabeth Warren so much, and I think she had an, another great debate.
1: Elizabeth Warren did great. And
2: I and I think she, she's, I think, articulating, like, specific plans, but she also is arguing for sort of, like, a bigger picture philosophy against the Republicans and Trump. And I also, I probably won't vote for him in the primaries, but I thought Cory Booker also sort of um, gave some of that moral clarity in his last debate yeah too.
1: i think cory booker definitely has that as well i mean like uh i understand like i think like bernie is like a revolutionary candidate yes and, and bernie is what
2: i thought bernie had a fantastic debate and i would be was happy to great. Vote for
1: him. he did great too um i think elizabeth does too i think that Marianne just like talks about it in a completely different way that's very clear and very um it's like very like emotionally it's very serious like it's it's the for it's at the forefront of it yeah she and- is
2: she's very serious when she speaks on those issues and that's what's so frustrating is on other issues she's not serious at all
1: Well, I think that she is serious. I just disagree with her on other issues. I mean, I think she means what she says, and I think that she believes it. Um, So, yeah, like her bad interview was with Anderson
2: Cooper, who
1: last week I said was like giving her softballs and was, I thought, really supportive of her. And I didn't like to see that she was completely sort of taken aback by his question. was like just asking her sort of hard questions. It was
2: weird to see, yeah, how flummoxed she was with because he was mostly talking about her uh past statements about antidepressants. When
1: um oh god, uh fuck Kate Ru- Spade. Oh, oh it
2: was um, Kate Spade I yeah, too it was
1: Kate Spade. When she died she Marian Williamson sent this tweet that said something like how many more celebrities on antidepressants are gonna have to hang themselves before we have a real conversation about mental health or something and he said that he thought that seemed irresponsible because you know people need to talk to medical professionals about taking antidepressants and she got really defensive about that um, she said that you know I I think that she had a point I don't know that I fully agree with it that a spiritual leader or a or a Definitely like a psychi- a psychologist Who's not like a pharmaceutical person yeah. She said like psychopharmaceutical Not coming from a psychopharmaceutical perspective Or whatever Is um, qualified to speak about it She said maybe even more qualified to speak on it I don't necessarily know that that's true I think it depends on the person um, But I don't I don't think that I think I think drugs like that are overprescribed, especially for young people, especially like ADD medication for kids, I think is definitely overprescribed. I'm sure it's all overprescribed. Um, I don't necessarily think that it leads to suicide or, um, I, I definitely can understand someone being offended by that statement or like not thinking it's a responsible statement.
2: Yeah because like there I mean obviously there's a problem with big pharma and the overprescription of medicine uh, and yeah for anti antidepressants for for some teenagers I think I think there have been some studies that have said that um, over over prescribing antidepressants for, for some teenager, can cause more depression for and stuff. young people, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. but uh, uh, Kate Spade was like no, in her 40s yeah. or 50s, I think.
2: And and she, you know, claimed or she in her past statements she had said that like antidepressants that are used to basically numb the pain. And Anderson Cooper made the point that like no, for a lot of people who are clinically depressed. Uh, antidepressants are so you can feel again
1: yeah and i think also a lot of in the ways that some of her statements about like aids and terminal illness have been sort of criticized i think that her mode her her statements and her um beliefs about that stuff serves a very similar purpose to what antidepressants can do um which is that sometimes you get to a point like I've, I'm have i on Antidepressants I've been on and off but I Definitely got on when I was having like a really Really hard year and it what You know sometimes they are prescribed Temporarily I'm still Taking them but it was Something that I I needed to get through like a bad Time in my life
2: yeah.
1: But Just to get you to that level Like I think the same Way you might take a a Prozac or something Like some SSRI just to get you to the point Where you're getting up you're going out you're working Out you're seeing friends you're being in the world I think that Marianne's statements About like her maybe Like angels in Darth Vader suits are like more Complicated things that people struggle with That might be what it takes to Get a person who's terminally ill or In like a really scary health situation to say Okay I'm still alive I'm still here mm-hmm. I'm going to take Care of myself I'm going to get up I'm going to go do this I think That they I think they're all I think it's all good and they're all methods. So I'm not like, fuck Mary. I'm no, not yeah. like and that the, the
2: spiritual guidance that she and comfort that she gives to people is used like can be used in, in tandem with, with, psychiatric I think it's help everything. Well. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's like, also I've had, cause I've also had both personally. I mean, from personal experience, I have had psychiatrists trying to over prescribe me for shit that I didn't need when I was like, you know, especially when I was younger And I've also had a therapist that I went to Who was like very new agey about this stuff And super anti that And was talking to me about gluten and sugar and all this And I was like I am fucked up right now Like this will not help Like I can't fucking do yoga And Mm. there are times when working out unfortunately doesn't help If you have a chemical imbalance it'll come back I mean I have also experienced that where like you get into a good habit and you're like working out and you're eating healthy And your brain chemistry starts to even out and it will go again If it's a chemical thing it can come back So there there are lots of ways to fight mental illness I think they're all valid I don't think that it's right to point fingers and say You know antidepressants are not, are not helpful or overprescribed as like a blanket statement yeah. th- and
2: also that they are the only thing that you can do too. like it. I think there's, it,
1: I mean, I think that you sort of have to be like open to everything yeah. because it's like, if you have like major depression, like it is a fight for your life. Like you are fighting. And so you have to use all the tools that are available to you. Yeah.
2: And, and she, I think she's just, it, it was really, cause she has been so sort of poised and, and thoughtful with her debate answers for the most part. So to see her so, uh, yeah, defensive and just taken aback by the pretty like basic questions that Anderson Cooper was asking was, was very, uh, not reassuring. Yeah.
1: That kind, that was the thing that more than what she said that I, that I didn't like, it was the same as like, I, whatever. I don't want to talk about Elizabeth Warren's (laughs) problems with Trump in the past, but like, I just can't imagine, like getting that like Anderson let me speak Anderson she kept on being like
2: he wasn't interrupting her no
1: and she was just like can I speak and she was just interrupting herself to scream that and or he would have like one little or he would it would be like the feedback or something like I think she would hear the question late and then think she was getting interrupted it was weird but like Donald Trump will throw way harder (laughs) shit than that at her and like Donald Trump will if he's in a debate with her He will all of a sudden be like I stand for science What about global warming like you don't believe in this Like he'll just say that even though it's not true Like he'll he'll be on like Science Twitter anti Marianne Side he doesn't give a fuck so She needs to be able to talk about this stuff if she Really thinks that she's gonna beat If she's gonna meet him on like the cosmic Playing field and like fight fear With love like she Needs to fucking be able to handle criticism
2: and i yeah after the i don't because the the requirements to be uh eligible for the next debate go up so much i don't know that she's gonna get another chance
1: i know and because um well there's nothing that you and i can do because we've already already done (laughs)
2: oh god it's so sad please don't uh judge us no we Yeah, I I am not going to tell anyone that's listening to this to do whatever. I'm not going to tell you to do anything. I would never tell you to do fucking anything. anything I mean,
1: I'm honestly, I I can't even in good faith tell you to vote in the primaries because I don't even know that I will. What? Come on. It's the primaries. I don't know. I mean.
2: I think you should vote in the primaries. Yeah, because you
1: think, because you know who I'm going to vote for. Well. And you want it to, and it's the person. But I I think everyone
2: who is politically engaged should vote in the primaries. Like any elect. I think we should vote in every, every single election. If we can. Yeah, I get it. Whether it's like local school board or whatever. We should... That's like one tool that we have as citizens that is like very... Like you don't have to be an activist. You don't have to like think too deeply. Just read whatever information. But like that's one thing that we should and can do. My opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get it. But it just doesn't seem like... I don't know. I just don't... It doesn't seem... I guess I just have no strong opinions on it. Like I just... It's like whatever, whoever, Okay, you know, like as long as it's just a Democrat, because I guess I just feel like I don't have the only reason you can either vote for the person that you think is the best or you vote for the person that you think is going to win. And I don't think that any of them are going to win.
2: Yeah, you're you're very pessimistic about this. I, I honestly and we'll move on. I know I know. a lot of you probably don't want to hear us talk about politics anymore, yeah. and I'm sorry, but we just have to finish this.
1: Yeah, and I also then I'm going to have to read one tweet really fast. Okay. But, okay.
2: Well, I'm just going to say, I think after watching this next debate, I'm more confident that the person I like the most is also the person who would have the best chance of winning, and I'm happy to start thinking that.
1: I think the person who has the best chance of winning is Kamala. I think the best person The person who has the best chance Of winning against a debate With Trump is Kamala But that's not the person That I like the most The person I like the most Is Warren Okay Okay. But then anyway I have to read Sorry Just there was this one tweet That like just really Summed up my feelings About Marianne Williamson Uh Um, And it was from the guy Will Meneker Who's on Chapo Trap House Okay And so this is the Chapo Trap House podcast now (laughs) Um, And he just said Weigh whatever nonsense Marianne has ever said about vaccines or spiritual healing against the careers and records of Harris Biden, Buttigieg, etc., and make an honest assessment of what's killed more people. Okay, so that's a that's a pretty wide that's a, okay. Reading that out loud, it seems more intense than it's when I read it in statement. my head. It's a bold statement. I wouldn't necessarily go so far as to talk about who's killed more people or who, whatever, <laughs> but I think that the idea is like. She has said crazy shit, but there is so much corruption that in all of politics that I don't see her wild, like, if she said something that was, like, iffy about vaccines or whatever, I no longer see that as disqualifying because there are so many problems in government. Mm -hmm. I just don't.
2: Yeah, I think think it's sort of conflating different things and, like, and I'm not a huge fan of Joe Biden and maybe not even of Kamala Harris, but they've never like started a war.
1: And Joe Biden, Kamala Harris never
2: no. did. No. Uh, anyway. All right, let's move on. Okay. Um, goop fellas. You oh, didn't God. listen to it. Of
1: course not. I don't listen to that shit, dude. Okay,
2: I'm just going to talk about it quickly because someone on Instagram mentioned it and I promised them I would listen to it. So I did this morning. Uh, they just talked about keto the whole time. It was just the two of them.
1: Okay. Will Cole, I've had enough of him. Yeah. And I've had enough keto. Oh, yeah. I don't want to hear about that shit anymore. And I don't want to hear about his fucking healthy keto. Yeah. Did he talk about his avocado keto? Oh, yeah.
2: His and He's trying to sell his book. And that, the thing with keto is... It is probably very helpful for certain people who have certain chronic illnesses. Like Seamus Mullen had really bad rheumatoid arthritis and he was basically like immobile and he was in so much pain. He was saying he was in the hospital and he wanted to like amputate his own leg. Uh, And Mm -hmm. some people with epilepsy do really well on keto. Okay,
1: that's the... It actually is um, for people with epilepsy, like it was created for people with epilepsy. And it does actually like for some reason help with epilepsy. That's an actual medical like use for it.
2: Totally. Uh,
1: But there's no there are no studies about it doing anything else. No.
2: And that's the thing with and they're not being except for helping you lose weight. Will Cole's not being honest about most of the people that buy his books are trying to lose weight. And he won't admit that. And keto
1: is only good for losing weight. Yeah. Or if you have epilepsy, those are the only things that it, that's all it's good for.
2: Um, so they talked about their diet. Like Will is obviously a little bit more hardcore than Seamus. Cause Seamus is like a chef and has to eat like real food made by his peers. And he can't like just have keto all the time. Uh, but they both do crazy. IF, uh, they don't, I mean, I, if I had like a perfect schedule, I probably would try to not eat after 6 PM anyway, but I do. Um, uh, yeah, so that's all they, it was, it was really boring. Uh, if you have already heard us talk about keto or read anything about keto, you won't get anything further out of the Goop Fellas podcast.
1: You eat a lot of cheese.
2: I do. You're talking about me personally?
1: No, I'm talking about when one does keto. Oh, yeah, 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 You eat a lot of cheese, you don't eat a lot of vegetables because they have too many carbs.
2: Yeah, and like the way that Will Cole is trying to tell you to do keto is, prohibitively expensive for most people because he is eating so many vegetables and like wild caught fish uh and yeah most people don't have the time the energy or the means to eat the way he does yeah and i had to follow him on the new instagram account that i started for my new podcast because he has blocked both my personal and Goop yourselves podcast yeah he blocked us a long time ago. so but i yeah We'll see how long it takes for him to figure out the other one.
1: I sometimes look at him from other pod from other accounts too. Um, I think it's really funny that he's like literally. We've been talking
2: about Goop for so long, and he's literally the only person who has ever like
1: even commented or even contacted us at all. Exactly. He's fucking thin-skinned man.
2: Uh, cool. So let's get on to the reason why you're all listening to this. Us talking about the newsletters, I guess. Uh, what was your best of the week?
1: My best of the week was the An outfit that I saw In uh, the, the Italian Fashion article Dressing for the hottest months Italian oh, yeah. style This was in the first newsletter And there's this Picture of um, A woman and she's wearing The G label Convertible bandeau Which is like uh, like a bandeau bra type thing mm-hmm. And then these like G-label Patrick wide cuff pants And I thought it was like so sophisticated But still really sexy But really mature also And I thought that's what I want to look like For like my 40s and 50s Which is a, a wild fantasy But I like I, And also I'm only 34 I But I'm like preparing to be 40 every As day As we all have to do Okay. But I like just took a pic. I took a screen grab of it and I was like I want to put this on a vision board. You should. Cuz I saw well cuz I'm reading Marianne's weight loss book.
2: Uh-oh.
1: Which no diet. It's not a diet. It's yeah. like a spiritual path to yeah. weight loss. And
2: I can't get uh, a return to love out of the library. There's a I have to put a hold on it
1: oh i bought it bought oh it? also i Wait, have you finished it i have returned no i had no i bought the diet book i finished return to love and i have to
2: return it to the library because oh, it's do? overdue okay. okay
1: and i'm probably holding up a lot of people uh including me <laughs> yeah and it's your library too i got it from
2: oh yeah well i i'm I put the ebook on hold so it's oh, not the technically e-book. but oh it's the you got it from the atwater one
1: yes yeah, right there i still have it i got to return i'm gonna return it today. oh i wonder I, if I,
2: I could just like return it and then immediately check it out <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe. There might Hmm. be a hold on it. There might
2: be. Oh, that's true, yeah.
1: Well, you can come with me if you want. (laughs) Anyway, so I haven't... So the book is sort of, you know, weird. But I think at some point... Well, I only... I haven't gotten to this point in the book yet. But I do know that because of like... Criticism on Twitter that she tells you to like cut out pictures of like people who with the body you want and like tape it around your Isn't house. Not like
2: exactly what,
1: and also to like tape your face onto the pictures. Of-
2: oh my God, that's like exactly what eating disorder specialists tell you not to do. Right? It's like, like, that's, like what- straight up eating disorder.
1: It's like what happens when they go into Ma's bedroom in the movie Ma. It's like what they find. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: it's like
2: spoiler it's- for Ma. It's not really, yeah. but it's
1: it's very like serial killer and creepy, but um. But still, I mean, but I do believe in, you know, I do like a vision board. For sure. And I haven't really done one in, well, honestly, my entire life because they've always, I've always been like, wait, what am I doing? And stopped. But this pic, that'll go on a vision board for sure. Yeah, those
2: shorts, that chair. No, it's not shorts. Oh, not the.
1: Oh, that's the cover. No, no, no. I'm talking about the specific picture of the woman in the bandeau top and the wide leg pants. Oh i think you passed it
2: see when you say clothing words to me i sometimes don't oh there we go i got it i got it it. yes oh yeah it's like some sort of raver style
1: it's raver style but it seems like an old woman would i'm not an old woman (laughs) but like it's not like i don't think a girl in her like
2: 20s would wear that the model is probably in her 20s
1: yeah but i feel like this look is i to me it's not like It's there's nothing trendy about it. You know what I mean? It's it's like this is for older. All of these clothes to me look like they're not for kids. For sure. um, Including that outfit. I do think the model is in her 20s, but I still feel like I could have that stomach in my 40s.
2: Yeah. Just uh, read Marianne's book and buy that outfit and you'll be set.
1: Why not? Why not me?
2: Why not you? Exactly. A return to Aggie. What's the diet book called?
1: A Course in Weight Loss. A
2: Course in Weight Loss. Oh, my God.
1: That's yeah, the yeah, one, guys. yeah. It was yeah. only 10 bucks. Sure. And also, I read online that fucking uh, God damn it, the, God, I'm forgetting her name, thank God, the fucking vagina doctor. Jennifer Gunter? I forgot her name just That's now. That's crazy. That was cool. Yeah. Well, good for you. um She was like, reading Marianne Williamson's weight loss book, Expect a Full Report this weekend. So I was like, well, I'm going to oh. read it too. Yeah, what is her that
2: watch this space?
1: She's the queen of Watch, Watch this, this Space. And what, what are we watching for? Oh, you read a book.
2: You know that in 2024, 2028, we're going to get Jen Gunter, presidential candidate. It's going to ha- Oh, no. She was born in Canada. Thank God. Oh, God. Uh, we're all lucky. We're all saved.
1: That is a lucky. We caught oof, a break with Trump that one.
2: Trump her- should tell her to... S- go back center back.
1: Yeah, oh my god. I would be fu- I would like get my maga hat on. I'd be like <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, never. Oh uh,
2: no. Yeah, we joke. Okay. My best is probably crazy. But it was the guide to the genetic testing kits. Oh, yeah. It sounds so fun. I've always wanted to do like a 23andMe or one of those and I've never done it. It's always like a little too expensive. I'm like, is this really worth it? Yeah. But now that they have ones about like your diet too and like what foods you should eat. I now know. it's like doubly. I really want to do them. Yeah. And this was a good guide to like lot because they have lots of different kinds. They have um so they have. They listed about ten different ones. I'll just go over a few. Um, they had the the OG twenty three and Me, which does your ancestry and um, some genome stuff, so you know like what maybe diseases you're more likely to get, which sounds depressing, honestly.
1: That's the one that I did. Did you do it? Yeah, How much does it cost? I don't. I got it as a gift. Oh. I got it for like Christmas oh, or cool. something for my mom. But I think it was like a, like one hundred and fifty bucks yeah, or yeah. something. But um i wanted the genome stuff but i didn't she probably got like the cheapest version so no. i didn't get any of that stuff all i got was
2: it just said ashkenazi jew
1: it yeah that was it it said like well i'm half english so it was oh, yeah. like ha- half english half jew it yeah. didn't even say any country it just said like european jew
2: oh okay yeah that's not that exciting no i would want yeah the genomes yeah then they had uh, a new nu- like a nutrition te- a few nutrition testing kits yeah. so that these are the ones that are really exciting. There's one called Gino Palette, and they have a few different ones but so there are these things called SNPs which um, are single nucleotide polymorphisms and they're basically the big sort of differentiation that people can have genetically that determines like nutritionally what things should or should not go into your body. So this kit tests for those so it's not the science is i think this is speculative but promising no more than that Uh, but it will it will tell you um like to optimize your intake of carbs protein fat vitamins and minerals and it recommends the top fruits vegetables herbs meats proteins grains dairy products nuts and oils for you
1: it's more information than you need
2: probably but it would and it might it might make you go crazy but then also i don't know like it would be good information if it's like oh you should eat olive oil and not as much avocado oil then that's something you can remember when you go to the grocery store sure i mean it might not matter i don't know
1: oh wait sorry i forgot one other thing mm. about me yes i'm five percent swedish
2: Ooh. yeah i don't Midsommar. know I, I don't know how to say ooh la la in swedish
1: i don't either but ooh-la-la. it made me really excited to find out i was five percent swedish it made me feel like hot yeah totally five percent
2: I bet I'm not any Scandinavian at all. Maybe. You never know. I was
1: shocked to see it.
2: Some Viking raped a Jew. That's
1: ex- no, a Viking raped like an English, oh, an English person. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I'm a en- Northern English. Yeah.
2: Hot stuff, guys. There <laughs> we go. No, I revoke that. Retract that statement. It's what happened. Yeah, it's what happened. Uh, the other thing that this genome thing, or that they talked about, which would be especially good for me, is they have a cannabis DNA kit. Which oh, really? basically... This is perfect for me. It says, anxiety from one puff too many is a learning curve most of us could do without. But by analyzing 70 of your genetic makers, cannabis DNA recommends the THC-CBD ratio and strains it thinks are right for you based on cannabinoid metabolism. It also makes suggestions for strains based on what behaviors you're trying to avoid or attain, like if you want some extra help falling asleep or if your munchies are out of control.
1: That seems like addictive behavior to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Well, all like, of these things are. To find, I like, I need the perfect weed for me so much that I'm going to take a DNA test. Like, <laughs> you don't need it that bad. Just, like, yeah, just no. chill. <laughs> You're right. Maybe go to rehab.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I stick with my CBD or my, like, two-gram THC mints, I think I'll be fine.
1: Yeah. Oh, two-gram THC mints. They have those, right? I think they have 2.5. I mean, yeah. yeah, I know Something they like have 2.5. Yeah, they must have two.
2: For little babies
1: like me. <laughs> that was so cute, Brian.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my best. What was your worst?
1: My worst was... Oh, okay. So they interviewed Gwyneth in the... Like Jean and Megan. This was my worst too. Okay. Not the whole entire okay. thing. Not the entire thing. But like it was... A Q&A, which also they were like, we do the goop questionnaire, which I was like, what the fuck is that? Maybe that's on the podcast. <laughs> they just
2: make up shit.
1: Like there is no goop questionnaire. Like the Prost questionnaire?
2: <laughs> yeah, not yeah. It, I think it might be on the podcast and it's on their podcast, The Beauty Closet, which now has two episodes. So that's, I think what they're referring to is they might, they might do that on their new podcast. Yeah.
1: But anyway, so the worst was they asked her, what would you put on your neon sign? Oh, yeah. Which is like, I'm just imagining one of those like shitty neon signs and like that's got shit written in cursive that like, it's like the new Marilyn Monroe poster for like totally. sad women in Hollywood. And mm. she just said she wanted it to say hashtag vampire.
2: That is a terrible answer.
1: The worst answer I've ever read. I mean, mean, it would be better if she just wrote like Gwyneth Paltrow, like my name, or just like anything would have been better than that.
2: Yeah. Hashtag fempire? Why even the hashtag? Is
1: she being ironic? Is that comedy? Oh, is that
2: funny? Is it funny? I don't think so. Are they
1: making fun of the the neon signs?
2: Is Gwyneth making fun of the question? I don't think so. Is it a joke? I think she just... I don't know. I think that it was a quick answer that she didn't think too much about and then they forgot to edit it out at the end. <laughs> I don't think she was trying to... Because I don't think she would like...
1: Because she kind of is hashtag vampire.
2: She is. And she has a dry sense of humor. But I don't think she would like openly neg Gene uh, and Megan's questions No, but maybe
1: over. the question is a joke. Like maybe that's their joke. Like maybe oh. they think it's funny. Maybe they think those neon signs are stupid. And so then they're like, what hacky shit would you put on yours? And they're like, you know...
2: Well, we'll know soon enough if Goop starts selling hashtag vampire neon signs. Or maybe the whole thing is a joke. The whole business of Goop is a joke.
1: It's possibly. a big joke.
2: We've been had, guys.
1: Yeah, I've been taken hook, line, and
2: sinker. I don't know. Yeah, I I would like to believe in that theory, but I'm not sure... I, like Gwyneth does have a great sense of humor, but I don't think that... I think it would be a little bit more obvious if she was trying to joke. I believe I think that that might have been sincere. I don't
1: know but then she always gets called like when she said you wouldn't have a job if I'd never done yoga before and everybody yeah, that, took that really.
2: that's funny
1: it is funny it's so funny but everybody was just like fuck her yeah. so is hat but uh, everyone took that too seriously I mean she definitely is someone that people take too seriously yeah. and they don't realize that she's being joking who knows I mean
2: she's the Mona Lisa of our time Yeah, you never know where she's looking. Yeah. Well, and like her eyes follow you from the room.
1: So,
2: yeah, my worst was this whole thing. And I really, and we can't stress this enough. I love Jean and I love Megan, and I think they're great. When. And not that we're, like, these, like, podcast geniuses or anything, but when they were just saying, oh, we, like, never have, like, seen a microphone before, and we just, like, wandered into this podcast studio, and now we have a podcast, and I'm sorry to say, after listening to the whole first episode and the first maybe five to ten minutes of the second episode, I don't think they really know. This is not their strength. Really, audio.
1: I have listened to none of this, and I
2: don't want to.
1: Even though I love Gene, and I
2: yeah, I say this with so much love, and
1: I love Megan, and
2: like people get better. Like we were probably horrible our first couple episodes,
1: and also I feel like when the regular Goop podcast first came out, I think you and I both probably screamed for like a solid ten minutes that it should have been Gene and Megan doing it instead of Elise. I'm sure that I've advocated for either or both of them to replace Elise multiple times on this (laughs) podcast. There's no way I haven't actually. now that I think about it. And they gave me exactly what I was asking yeah. for and I haven't even listened to it. So
2: we have to give them a bigger, like a, lear- a learning curve. Because yeah, they're and they're so, they're so good at so many things. They are beauty editors. They they're writers. The top of their field. They're writers. They're amazing writers. Megan's
1: really good at Instagram.
2: She's great at Instagram. I mean. And Jean is just like the queen of the world. So yeah. we're going to give them... A little long. I just... And like we said this last week, why does it have to be this stupid interview format that is the most boring format for podcasts? It's the
1: interviews. We don't want an interview. Ugh. We want them to just fucking chat.
2: And because it is like about beauty and clean beauty, this week they interviewed um the, the clean beauty lady, the lady from the environmental protection group or whatever. I that hate, like uh, That, that says, one is so crazy. The yeah. one
1: who writes the Toxic Avenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, and I feel like it's just going to be the same thing every week because every... Person that they have on is going to be like, mineral sunscreen, uh don't like use Roundup. It's just going to be the same. Yeah, so. don't use
1: Roundup and use mineral sunscreen. Easy. You're fine. But I just remembered. Do you remember at the end of last week's episode? I was like, oh, I had something I wanted to say, but I forgot what it was. Oh, okay. It I just remembered what cool. it was. Uh, but I think I may have mentioned it already. I started using this um like Beach Bum Natural Sunscreen, or maybe it's called be- Baby Bum. It's like, it's, It's a mineral sunscreen, but you can get it at, like, every, like, CVS and stuff. It's, like, a little... It's more expensive than regular sunscreen. It's, like, 12 bucks or something. But it's not, like... Oh, that's not bad. It's not, like, break the bank. Anyway, for some reason, it had the scent of, like, artificial banana. Ooh. And everywhere I went when I was wearing it, I ran out. But everybody was, like, I'm sorry, this is weird, but you smell really good. That sounds great. Like, I got into an Uber, and this guy was, like, I know this is creepy, but you smell so good. And then, like, another... like a. That's a bold move for an Uber driver to say. I'm like, this must be really good smelling sunscreen because I. Why else would they say that?
2: Uh, And it's either beach bum or baby bum. Yeah, I don't remember.
1: (laughs) But it really smells good. Okay. Uh.
2: Yes. And then the the Gwyneth questionnaire. It was just so basic. I mean, that was like what you said was the worst answer. But it was horrible. Some of them. I mean, some of them were just shills. Like favorite perfume. And she says goop incense, which I did not know was a perfume. Um, Nor did I.
1: And yeah, then every answer she gave was like a goop goop product that she sells, which it's like fine. I mean, why not? I guess. And then
2: like, what was When was the last time that you used SPF? And she said yesterday, which I was like, you don't use it every day. Of
1: course not. None of them do. It's
2: crazy. Because they got
1: to get their vitamin D. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, Favorite book. She was very Sarah Palin esque in her answer. She just said it changes every year. She would not name a book.
1: All of them. All of them.
2: <laughs> I read all of them. Um, preferred form of exercise, obviously Tracy Anderson. Tracy Anderson, which is
1: like another one where I do have her de- fucking DVDs and I've got to get on that shit.
2: And then goopiest moment. And sh- this is a good one. She says, I'm all goop all the time, baby. I love that. That worse. was that was yeah. the
1: best answer. Hard, like, hands down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all goop all the time. Because she is.
2: She is. She she is literally it. She lives her brand. G-O-O-P. Yeah. Gwyneth Octavia Olivia Paltrow. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's move on. What was your craziest or saddest?
1: I don't know if it was my craziest or my saddest. I guess just regular crazy. I also kind of want to try it, but, like, so this lady, like, invented a new kind of tarot card. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is weird and it's just supposed to be they gave this a speculative but promising which i think is overstepping <laughs> that is,
2: yeah this is definitely if it's anything it is for your enjoyment
1: it is absolutely for your enjoyment <laughs> yeah, what
2: is promising promising of what
1: promise it was oh i'm reading the wrong thing sorry that was the <laughs> genetics test that was the <laughs> okay. genetics test okay okay oh, oh, oh. sorry I sorry sorry say,
2: yeah that is that's crazy I've, i clicked the wrong thing sorry. i think this one maybe didn't have
1: this one didn't have one yeah, yeah, okay, okay that's more that's more like it that's no this doesn't even have one anyway my mistake but your intuition tells you which card to pick there's like Forty, I think there are 42 cards. It's called
2: Inner Compass. And they're, it's a $55 deck of cards.
1: It's 50, it's a dollar per card. <laughs> and you have to say, you can ask, what do I need right now to feel well? How will the situation develop? What should I focus on today? And then, and there are other, what should my next steps be? So it's and, like that
2: Cosign app, but just an analog version.
1: Yeah. And then every time... Uh, yeah. Inner compass. And I guess like you draw the cards and it just like gives you a, you look at there; they have like, it has like pictures on it.
2: Yeah. There's pictures. I don't even
1: really see what's on there. I don't really
2: know what the like advice is, but it's not even, it's not even like tarot where you have to like do a whole reading. You're just supposed to pick a different card every morning. It's
1: like tarot for people who don't know how to do it. Yeah,
2: Cause you just, it says, if you're worried about which card to pick, don't, your intuition will guide you to the right one. It's impossible to choose the wrong card. Great.
1: Well, yeah, of course it is because it's like to- you just draw, you pull a card pull out a of heart. a deck of cards and you look at it. And it look, it's literally, it's like pictures of like waves and shit. I don't even know what the I fuck it is. The back of
2: the cards must have some sort of do, words do on it. Do they them. have, it doesn't say like. Well, it
1: can't because like these are supposed to be things oh. that answer any, literally any question. Oh, yeah, and you have
2: to, so one of like the sides symbols. of the cards has to be blank because you have to know, you have to, you can't pick know them randomly. what is
1: random. So it's like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. know. It's Um, weird. It's weird.
2: I mean, the the pictures look pretty.
1: They look pretty, but I mean, God, I can't afford this. And like, what the (laughs) fuck is it supposed to? I truly do not understand. Like the cards. Okay. Oh, I'm looking. Okay. So it has, you can see on the website, if you pull it up, one of them is like a picture of a moon. It looks like a moon, like crashing into a brick wall and it says harvest. Great. One of them looks like a, To me... Is that
2: like go to the grocery store? I
1: guess so. One of them looks like a rocky mountain and it says freedom.
2: Throw yourself off a mountain?
1: There's a bunch of little green dots with a yellow line. Smoke weed. Authenticity. Mm. So, uh, you know, if that will help you and you've got $55 to burn, then go check out the (laughs) inner compass cards. But I definitely thought that was, uh, I mean, a weird one. It was
2: very strange. That was the thing I would buy, except now you've convinced me that, that oh, should be. No, no, no. It does
1: seem fun. I mean it, but- it seems
2: fun, but I I feel like you should just like go to t- traditional tarot or There's therapy. A, or therapy, yeah. The I have a oh wait. Yeah. So I will save my other thing I would buy till the end, as I do. Um my craziest was the how to connect with your spirit guides.
1: Oh, I wait, what? I didn't see there's was huh?
2: a whole article called How to Connect to Your Spirit Guides. Okay. I, I think it might have been on the most recent newsletter, like the one that came out yesterday. Okay. Um, so this was... This did not even have a category. It was not even for your enjoyment.
1: Well, neither was the tarot card one.
2: But this one seemed like it should have been a 4 How to connect
1: en- with your spirit guides? <laughs> that What are they going to do? <laughs> T- How are they going to test that out? that's what I'm out? saying.
2: It should... I, I don't know. It
1: should be like just for fun just or like for, yeah or spiritual ancient modality or ancient modality but
2: so this is okay this is a woman named uh Deganit Noor and she has a school where you learn about your spirit guides and this is I, I think this is one of the craziest things that's been in goop for a while so I'm sort of yeah. glad to talk about it um so it says after a, a rough breakup clairvoyant Deganet Noor found herself performing routine drive-bys outside her ex's apartment like sneak you know, sneak around and snoop on him. All right. Um, Weird,
1: but not understandable.
2: Yeah. Um, But then she heard a voice warning her, you don't want to do this. And then she thinks that that's her spirit guide. And now she teaches classes on how other people can find their spirit guides. That's fine. And there's a lengthy Q and a, so, what exactly is a spirit guide spirit guides are beings that have transitioned into the afterlife but rather than reincarnating on earth again they have chosen to dedicate their existence to being spirit guides as a way of continuing their soul's evolution this is a high honor not all of us have the option of becoming a spirit guide Mm -hmm. to have this option suggests a high level of mastery and ascension and then she talks about um if you should name your spirit guides which is Basically, spirit guides don't have names to each other, but if you want to name them, that's fine, because humans, it's, like, better, like, you can understand things if you name them. Spirit guides are not your dead ancestors. Um, your dead ancestors are also looking over you, but they're not necessarily your spirit guides. And everyone has at least one spirit guide for their whole life, but then you can have other spirit guides in different sections of your life so if you have like a bad breakup you might get like a breakup spirit guide that's like been through a breakup themselves or like if you're trying to lose weight you have like a diet spirit guide but then they can like go away <laughs> and she teaches there's a this spirit a guide for diets yeah for anything um, you know this isn't and she charges money like a lot of money how much money uh let's see you can book private clairvoyant healing sessions let's see
1: this was a website only exclusive. Oh, I believe. This was not on I just went through the emails and I don't see it at all.
2: Um, so, a 20 minute phone reading is $165.
1: This is like my business you're have not I charging promoted 165
2: my- dollars no
1: i charge like 20 bucks have i t- announced my business on here i think
2: so but you should say it again call
1: me and i'll talk shit with you about your ex-boyfriend i'll go on his instagram it's a dollar per minute the phone number is one HAGCRY cry 8805 1 h-a-g-c-r-y 8805 you can venmo me it's a dollar a minute send me whoever's instagram and i'll just like talk shit about him with you
2: it's a good deal guys 20 bucks it's a lot cheaper for than 20 minutes the Nirvana. It's- Oh god, and it's a pun. It's cause her name is Deganet Noor, so her school is called Noorvana, N-U-U-R-V-A-N-A. Is she also she- has an assistant named Tim who's half of her price. Oh, it's like okay. A, That's like
1: the, the, there's a hair salon like that. <laughs> yeah.
2: It says 20 minute phone reading with Deganit, $165. 20 minute phone reading with Tim, $99. <laughs> 60 minute phone reading with Deganit, $385. 60 minute phone reading with Tim, $234. Go with Tim, guys. Yeah.
1: I mean, why or not? Tim.
2: He'll have his own school one day. One
1: day. One day he'll get the big bucks.
2: Oh, man. People and what they do with their money. Mm, they're rich. God, good for yep. them. Yeah. Uh, what would you try?
1: Um, I guess I would just try ketamine. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried ketamine. Me too.
2: Me neither. Let's just do it. Let's, can we, do we have to get a doctor? How do we get it? We're too old to like, find to it on the streets. We have to go into
1: like, some sort of like... No, we have to be a part of like a study oh. for whatever this doctor is, I guess.
2: Or Because I do
1: have... Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I should tell I my vet that my this, cat needs it. I want to go into this study and be like i want it for i have depression anxiety ptsd and trauma i've got it all mm. baby and i want to get a fucking ketamine for it
2: it's i mean it's great like i try not to do drugs very much anymore but there was i mean i used to love drugs i did mm. everything baby yeah, but I'm i never a, did ketamine even my like, rave, ketamine. like my rave uh phase i would do even lots of your club drugs lots of lots of mdma lots of everything but Never ketamine. Oh. It sounds fun.
1: Yeah, and he says that he did No. Ketamine hasn't been getting as much attention as other high profile psychedelic drugs like MDMA and psilocybin, but psychiatrists have been using it safely as an adjunct to psychotherapy for nearly twenty years.
2: Interesting. And it, yeah, and it says dosage matters. So like it says People inject, I've never heard of anyone injecting ketamine into their veins.
1: Well, maybe like that's how like doctors do it.
2: Oh, yeah. I've just heard you snort it or yeah. you. Yeah, I
1: thought you just snort it.
2: Yeah, I think that's most. But I think on this um, study, you don't snort it. They give you like a tab and it like, it's like a lozenge. Oh,
1: yeah. Doctors never make you snort. <laughs> yeah. I is there any <laughs> is there prescription
2: any... medicine their doctor says, please snort, snort this? this? <laughs> I've never come across that. No. I, I want to. Like, that's like a definitely like do on your own time. Yeah, of.
1: like you're snorting stuff
2: by yourself <laughs> the, yeah it's, the snorting is implied with yeah. most pills
1: <laughs> like if you want to snort this you know what to do yeah
2: like they make it pretty easy for you to be able to do it
1: well they're not trying to make it easy
2: are they i think big pharma here's my <gasps> here's my big pharma conspiracy okay why, so why like um like prescription amphetamines like adderall and ritalin why are they in uh a pill that can easily be crushed up and snorted when you could put it in like a gel cap with little, with like in a way that like you could not snort it. Well, they
1: used to make it with like those beads. Like there were some that were like beads. Oh, back
2: in the day I tried to even snort that. Really? And it did not, it was not good. It's supposed to hurt really bad. Yeah. 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 Uh, but like most it's, I, I feel like they make things specifically tempting for people with addiction issues. So they sell more of them. Same with like even um, opiates, like OxyContin, Vicodin. These are, sorry guys, easily snortable. Yeah, they are.
1: Eh. I mean, not eh, terrible. (laughs) But yeah, Big Pharma is definitely trying to kill all of us so they can make money. Oh, sorry. Is that bad to say on a podcast? No. It's not the craziest thing that's ever been said on a podcast. And obviously everybody listening to this believes me. Okay. Okay.
2: So yeah, we want ketamine lozenge. Where, yeah, is doctor, because it's Dr will sue is that his name
1: yeah and yeah. i guess he was on the goo podcast but
2: oh we should listen to that episode yeah. um but i hope i wonder if he takes my insurance because i want to get an appointment
1: well no i think that like they'd pay you i mean it's a study they need volunteers oh, right can we sign
2: up we should try for let's th- try
1: to find out if we can get in on a study for, about him for
2: the podcast for
1: for the good of the people the, yeah. we must We're do ketamine. Try ketamine ketamine <laughs> ketamine, ketamine.
2: <laughs> we could also like go to a. Uh, trashy gay club in WeHo and just get it probably
1: yeah but i want to do it like i want like the special do- it'll be better and like the yeah, special true. doses and like the doctor to like be like this is gonna help with whatever like i want to go on a whole like journey with this cool. i guess it's a journey anyway
2: yeah i just like the therapy aspect of it is a little stressing me out but
1: that's what makes me like it more
2: it. Okay. Hmm. um so yeah we agree on that yeah uh what would you buy
1: Oh, I would buy everything in this self tanner oh. thing. It was um let me see there was this article in the in the Tuesday newsletter about um three flattering essentials, three body flattering essentials for silky sexy glowing skin and they have the um the perfect self tan mm-hmm. sorry, <laughs> which is the um. Invisa foaming tan water, which comes with a tanning mitt. There's the Goop Glow body luminizer and the Paradise Bronzing Oil. So they get increasingly more expensive the farther down the list you go, of course. And um it just I do feel a lot better in the summertime. I have so much more fun. I'm just so much happier and I love like having a tan my hair gets really blonde i feel so like california and so good and i'm just like i i hate the winter i hate the winter holidays i hate the cold i've i just can't stand it
2: but doesn't even get cold here
1: i know but like even if it gets i just i don't like it when it's it does get cold here a little
2: bit but not really i don't know it doesn't
1: snow but like i I hated yeah, yeah. I mean I lived in Chicago for seven years like yeah. I didn't like that either I was go. I had to go to like tanning beds in Chicago in the summer because I was in the winter because I was like fucking depressed yeah. and then um, even here like I like summertime and I like having a tan and I want to keep that going all year round.
2: I love the beginning of summer and then around this time I'm like it's too hot. Let's transition.
1: Everybody starts to. I mean, I think July is the best month of the year. July's great. And July's over. And August, it starts to get
2: weird. August is bad. It gets bad. September might be the worst because then you're really done and then the fires start.
1: And the fires start. And September and like October here are really hot. Yeah. It stays hot until like October usually.
2: Uh, Oh God, yeah, self tanner. I'd be too afraid that I would look like I would not do it right, and it would it would look I would look like Barbara Kay on uh, well, Real Housewives in New York.
1: That's what I'm afraid of too. But for some reason, and I feel like this shit would all like be better because it's like so fancy. That's true. Like the self tanner, like every girl did self tanner when they were in high school, and you look like you know you, the around like your wrists and your ankles, it's just like this like cloudy patch of orange, and you look <laughs> crazy. But I feel like this would help out like and this comes with a mitt why is oh, this yeah. foaming what is this tanning water at least this tanning water is only 40 bucks I mean not outside the realm of possibility
2: Mm-mm. and it's better for you than a tanning bed and those tanning
1: beds aren't good for you UV?
2: Ra- do they still have like the UV ones
1: I don't know but I feel like like when I whenever I did it in Chicago it was like literally The dead of winter It would be like Zero degrees Literally zero degrees Below zero And I mean I can't imagine I was getting too much UV exposure
2: Were you doing it For like ten minutes And I would
1: go in For like ten minutes And I don't think I was getting UV exposure Like walking around In the street Because it was like Cloudy and I think it's just The intensity
2: of UV lights For those ten minutes It's not not good for you
1: I don't think it's good For you either But I think they probably Still have the beds
2: I'm sure Uh Okay, so quickly the thing I would buy is not those expensive tarot cards. It is Ursa Major face wipes. It sounds Oh really? Because so, I'm like super I don't know. I I am getting sort of too hot this time of year and my face gets sweaty. And I would just like to try these ones because I feel like a cheap face wipe just feels like like a wet nap. It's all like alcohol. And yeah. this one I have, I like Ursa Major products. I feel like it might be cooling and refreshing without that alcoholic burn. But I've never tried them, so I don't know.
1: Do you know, what's the scent?
2: Um, it just, I don't think it has a scent. It just says, clean, exfoliate, soothe, and hydrate 20 individually wrapped bamboo face wipes.
1: Huh? I want, it must be like wrapped. a
2: fresh scent I don't, yeah or maybe it's unscented I have no idea
1: interesting probably unscented that's kind of classy
2: Um, but it's $24 I bet you I could get them at like Whole Foods or something
1: I bet you could find a cheaper you know? face wipe than that that's kind yeah, of yeah but expensive. that's the thing
2: I like a I don't know I would want like on your face you want something a little I just I, w- I would be afraid that it would be like Purell or something
1: yeah I'd be afraid of it too yeah
2: I don't know we'll see yeah. well that's uh, a good
1: one though
2: alright so we come to the end yep of yet another goop yourself. That's right. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening. So much for listening. Follow us on Instagram.
1: Follow us on Instagram at Goop Yourself.
2: I would say we're getting great at Instagram stories. Yeah, right we're now. doing
1: Instagram stories. Buy our merch, guys. We've got shirts, cell phone cases, yeah. mugs, tote bags. Like buy our fucking shit. You will love it.
2: Uh, it's really fun. We should we should buy some and model them. I think is. I think so let's too. Let's do that. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. Um, so you can see what we look like in our own merch. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Eh, we do Twitter a little bit. Um, and then we both have other podcasts. Um, Aggie has... Yes,
1: you can listen to my other podcast, The Experts. Um, it I host it with... Irene Marquette we get into topics that we're interested in and do like multi-episode series about them but they're really fun and really silly and we have a great time doing it currently we're doing a series about Anna Nicole Smith that we are just finishing up or we're finishing recording it but there are a few more quite a few more episodes to go so you can go back start at the beginning listen to the first one or you can just kind of start right now um our next episode comes out on Monday and that one is going to be about a book that was written about Anna Nicole Smith called Blonde Ambition um and last week we talked about the Anna Nicole show and before that we talked about another book about her called Great Big Beautiful Doll um and I have not yet put a uh I have not yet put an episode on this feed, but I'm going to because I really want you guys to hear it because I think you'll
2: like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I listened to the first one. It's great. still have the second one in my queue. Can't wait. Cool. I think it's (laughs) better than the first one. Oh, cool. Well, the first one was great too. Um, My other podcast is called high camp uh i put an episode on this feed uh last week i had a really great discussion about andy warhol's heat which is a fun movie from the 70s and then next week uh comes out on tuesday i'm going to talk about john water's polyester
1: oh i love that movie
2: yeah um so those are fun check out our other podcasts um and check out one more thing to plug our patreon
1: yes our patreon you guys we have special we every month we send out these great newsletters where we talk about like our personal recommendations and you can get that for one dollar a month just one like, dollar well, month. one dollar tier you can just get them be on the mailing list and even if you don't want it it will really help us out yeah yeah i yeah. mean we really it helps like, us
2: do everything that we do uh helps us
1: yeah whenever we go anywhere for goop do any sort of like Try any product, do a field trip, which we do for our bonus episodes that are also on the Patreon. Even like things like we just recently got new mic cables. I mean, stuff like this is all to like help us make this podcast. So if you can help, if you like it, it really helps us out. Yeah. yeah, So like I was saying, also the $5 tier, you get a bonus podcast and the newsletter.
2: Yeah. Last month, we went to a Marianne Williamson fundraiser. Yeah.
1: And that was like one of the craziest. Like we were here all night screaming about that one. and. You definitely want to hear that one. Um, And next month,
2: maybe we'll get ketamine treatments. Who knows? Maybe next
1: month we'll be on ketamine. Maybe this show will be canceled because we'll be in (laughs) rehab. We'll find out. Wait and see. All
2: right, guys. That's enough plugs. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Um, We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.